If at any time in your life you actually spent time as a child, there's a very good chance that you have been hurt by words. And it's not just the meaning, but it's the energy of the words. And today we're going to jump into look at what that means for our dogs. Hi, I'm Susan Garrett and welcome to Shape by Dog. Before we begin, it's been a while since I've read a letter out loud and I want to share with you a comment that was left on one of my Facebook lives that I've done. And that's actually the topic of today's conversation. I did 14 Facebook lives in a row over consecutive days where I focused on one word. Now, this is a comment that came in from Naomi Nagasaka. My Japanese isn't great, so bear with me. Naomi writes, inspiring as always, the dog training in my country seems 20 to 30 years behind. Even when my dog was a small puppy, I gave him a lot of corrections. At the end of July of this year, I started homeschool the dog and the world has changed for me and my dog forever. I'm grateful for Susan and the team, but also grateful for my dog who showed me grace to start over our life together. How beautiful is that? And that's the amazing forgiveness of dogs. Like they're, they're waiting for us. And so back to the meaning and the energy of words. Now you may have heard people say before that words have this vibrational energy. So play this game with me if you can. Now, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Okay. So I would like you to close your eyes and repeat out loud each word I say and see how that feels in your body. Maybe it won't feel anything, but if you, if you just sit with each word for a moment, what kind of feeling does each word conjure? Okay. So I'm going to give you pairs of words. I'm going to start with easy ones. Like I'm going to say the word love. What kind of energy does that give you? What about hate? So I'm saying them in the same tone and the same cadence, but for me, one of those words because of the meaning that we've been associating with it potentially has a different energy in my body. Okay. What about the word soft compared to the word hard? Like one definitely has a different feeling than the other. So words, they have this energy, even things like the word training compared to the word teaching. To me, the word teaching has a lighter energy for me, right? And so, when you think about the words, for me, the words that I shared over the last couple of weeks on these lives I did on social media, I did them on Facebook and YouTube. You can find them. If you miss them, you can find them on YouTube. Each day I gave a live presentation and they were from 20 minutes to 45 minutes long on on that word and the impact it has on me in my dog training or in my teaching of other people. Okay. So here are the 15 words, mindfulness, inspire, happiness, connection, joy, empathy, and humility, belief, confidence, kindness, gratitude, empower, love, grace, and vision. Now, for me, all of those words have such amazing energy, uh, such a positive energy. I think if you would just rehearse 
Repeat that list every day when you started your day, like you are going to start your day on a solidly good foot, right? And so, you know, you can't just say, oh, here's my 15 words. This is going to make me an amazing dog trainer. Because of course, dog training is about human mechanics. It's about timing and criteria and reinforcement. It's about the ability to manipulate environment and have a really solid plan before you begin. It's about data and record keeping. Those things would be the paint colors of dog training. And those words, those 15 words that I just said, those are the canvas that we're making this amazing connection with our dogs. Now, think of these words. If somebody was teaching you or coaching you on dog training, and they were saying things to you like mindfulness and joy and empathy and belief and humility, and then these other words would be dominate, pressure, firm, correct, alpha, So, they're completely different ways of going about training dogs. Now, I, please don't throw hate on me. I'm not saying that somebody who trains dogs differently than us can't have compassion. I'm just saying that they have a different dialogue when they're teaching people. They have a different dialogue because they have a different outlook towards dogs. Now, remember, as I always say, positive is not permissive. You know, it's really good to set amazing intention. It's really good to have these great vibes when you're about to undertake dog training. But at the end of the day, it's about human mechanics, about your timing. It's about your criteria. It's about your reinforcement. It's about the way you set up the environment for success for your dog. It's about having that solid plan. And any of you who are in our online programs, you know, we give you those plans. So, I'm not saying that you can you know, wish upon a star and, and be a great dog trainer. And I have a history of a lot of success in a lot of dog training sports. I've competed at the elite level of obedience and I've, I've set world records in fly ball and won world championships in the sport of dog agility. But first and foremost, my focus has always been about having an amazing dog. And wherever you are at in your dog training, you might be thinking, and, and I've heard this before. Okay, Susan, I'm going to train your way for tricks. Oh, I can be super kind and super compassionate when I'm training tricks. But the things I want my dog to do for reals, Susan, I, I got to change things up a little bit. I got to, I got to light a fire under their butt. And I, I throw it back to, I've posted videos of my dogs out in the field. They do what I ask them to do without me raising my voice. When I ask them one time, I can give them cues to do many different behaviors with one cue. So, I would put my dog's abilities up against any other dog trainer's abilities. And then they'll say things, well, yeah, but what if you had a dog reactive dog in a big crowd of dogs and you, you're this methodology wouldn't work there. And there's two things I say about that because that's kind of a common thing people throw back at us. Number one, that is not the majority of the dogs in this world. That definitely exists but that is not the majority. Number two, if I was dealing with a dog that had that much reactivity, there is no way I would ask that dog to do that in a crowded area with other dogs. The anguish that dog would feel, the fear that they would have to lash out like that, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be where I would be training the dog. 
All right. So it's just a different way of going about dog training. And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, that you, you are at least partially in with the way that I talk about the energy of dog training, but it could be, oh, Susan, but I do high level this sport. And so I need precision. I can get you that precision. It's there. Just because somebody hasn't come up with a way doesn't mean that way doesn't exist. I believe we are just, you know, so early on, on what we are about to discover in the world of reinforcement-based and kindness-based dog training. We are just on the cusp because the vast majority of the world doesn't train this way because they're afraid. What if it didn't work? Well, here's the thing. When you're thinking of change, you can always go back to what you knew yesterday, but you're never going to know what something different will give you unless you're willing to change. There's this great poem I want to share with you. It's just a couple lines from Eric Hansen. I love, love, love this poem. And this might just be a part of a passage of, of it. It might even be a, a book, but here it goes. It says, there is freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky. And I believe this is a metaphor for our dogs in our lives. There is freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky. And you ask, what if I fail? But oh, darling, what if you fly? And that's what I say to people who say, "Mm, I don't know about that. I, 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 I need my dog to be reliable, reliably come when they're calling, when I call them. I have that reliability. Why can't you? You can't if you can't trust that you can and approach it as a dog training challenge I'm going to overcome. And I mean, I don't think it, people say, oh, it takes so much longer. I disagree with that as well because I believe the time that you spend managing, correcting a dog for their lifetime or however many years that you, your dog doesn't listen, it takes very little time to create what I've got with my dogs. So my dogs will have their behaviors by the time they're six months old. And maybe I will tweak them. So they, I want that recall no matter what, no matter what the other, if I send the other dogs running this way and you're running with them and I call you back and you alone, you've got to leave the other dogs and come with me. Right? So that's the kind of reliability that I want. Okay. So back to my words. As I said, I have 10 other words and maybe I will do some other live, but I'm going to share with you a couple of them. And let's just share one today because I don't want this to go too long. I really want you to absorb in the thought of energy. And so one of the words that I tried to squeak in, I already did a double word. I couldn't put more words in is, is a word that's really important to me. And it's that word alignment. I often interchange it with the word congruency that for me, I love the alignment of my life and it's been intentional and it's been hard because guess what? I was one of those trainers that if my dog did something, Hey, I would snap my fingers and point at them and I would blame and I would get on them and shame and you better not. What did you back in the eighties? That was what I was taught. And so alignment for me is knowing the kind of person I want to be in this world, who I want to show up as to the people I care about, to my family, to my friends, to the people who work here at the dogs, that team, I want to show up 
as a person that's fair and kind and compassionate and genuine and fun. That's who I want to show up as. And so, if I train my dog as somebody who was looking to find something you did wrong and correct you for it, you, that's not what I told you to do. No, that's not how I taught you. <laughs> you better learned what I taught you. That There's a misalignment. If you ever driven a car that was out of alignment, it doesn't go so swell. So, alignment to me is something we seek to get to. I am not perfect and I will okay, say to my dogs when I'm busy and they are like, uh, it's walk, it's walk a clock. It's walk a clock. I will, you guys go lay down. Like there are times and I will go, when I review my day, I always go, here's where I could have done better. I probably didn't. You know what? I could have just given them something to do because it was walk a clock. All right. So that goes along with the rest of the words. So when we do, we, we do seek to have alignment in our life every day. And when it doesn't work out for us because we're human, we give ourselves grace because just like Yumi said, our dogs are always willing to give us grace. And so I hope you understand this. I hope this isn't too woo. Please leave me a comment right into us at wag at dogsthat.com. Go over to YouTube and watch this on YouTube and leave me a comment there. Does this make sense to you? Is this something that you think about? Is this something that you can take hold of and understand that the energy of the words that you are, create the environment to which your training happens in? Because training doesn't happen in a vacuum. Training happens with an intentional environment that we set up. And that environment is set up through the words like mindfulness and happiness and joy and grace and belief and confidence. And you get what I'm saying? I'll see you next time here on Shape by Dog.